Hey, Life Canton. Uh, so glad that you are joining us, whether you're a brand new listener or a returning one. Uh, be sure either way that you like, subscribe, follow, uh, all that good stuff so that you can not only get messages, but also some of the special stuff we put out just like this podcast. So you're about to hear uh, the testimonies from this past New Life Sunday, which for those of you who don't know, is our Sundays where we gather together to uh, do and celebrate baptisms. Uh, You're going to hear testimonies from adults, you're going to hear testimonies from children, and at the very end you're going to hear a couple testimonies from people who were called by the Spirit that very day. Uh, to come forward and receive baptism on the spot. All of these stories are powerful. Um, Stories are a powerful part of not only how we grow in our faith, but also how we uh, spread the gospel. So give those a listen. Um, They're going to be great. Uh, And I will see you next week. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. It's worth it. Uh, This is one of my favorite parts of what we get to do because me and Nathan get off the stage and you get to hear all of you, all of yourselves, tell your story and what God is doing. And so I'm excited for what's about to take place here in just a second. But I want to also tell you the meaning behind why we have these stories. Uh, What Nathan was talking about is so impactful of having eyes to see beyond, the joy set before us. There's this futuristic tense uh, of there's some something beyond what our current circumstances are. And we get this actually in the scriptures, in the Bible, this last book of the Bible is a book called Revelation. And in it provides this vision of that future state of all of us who become overcomers is the word that is used. And the reason we are overcomers is for two reasons, actually, is one, the blood of the lamb. That's Jesus. He did it. He can do it. He will do it. Won't he do it? He said he would, absolutely. And the second thing is our story, our testimony. There's meaning, there is power in our story. And so that's why we do this. That's why we make time for you to hear other stories. And the story is edifying. It builds you guys up to hear your story be shared. But also for all of us, it builds us up. It inspires us to action, to remind us Uh, that Jesus is still on the throne. And you, in a sense, get to be our eyes as well. I love that analogy. I I don't want to steal your guys' thunder, uh, but today, this service specifically is kind of a unique one. The two guys that are already planning to get baptized have a unique bond. I don't know if you guys know this. One is getting baptized. He just got married a couple weeks ago, and so that's exciting. So there's a whole lot going on in his life. Uh, I got to actually perform his ceremony, and then one is getting married next week. So these two guys are sharing a unique bond, and so I'm excited. But there's much more to their story, so I'm going to have them come up here, and uh, I believe it's going to be Anel first. Anel, are you coming on up? All right, uh, everybody say hello, Anel, as he comes up. Good to see you, man. Welcome back. Thank you. I appreciate it. Honeymoon's still going. Yeah, we're still All right, good, good. I'm going to let you speak. I'll hold the microphone for you. Go ahead and share, uh, share your story. Um, I guess first I just want to say thank you for um, everybody being here. What an awesome message from Pastor Nathan. Um, the, the, the crowd, right, it symbolizes so much um, that I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity in front of this crowd today. Um, my name is Anel, and I'm excited to take this next step in my journey with Jesus. 
Before I came to Christ, I pursued a fast life. I pursued acceptance and love in sports, women, bars and clubs, and money. All of them left me feeling very empty. My relationships with my dad and my stepdad were also broken, so I idolized my oldest brother instead, who was going through his own tribulations and seeking his own path in life. Regardless, I did everything, and I mean everything he did. I pursued my athletic career in college, searching for fulfillment, but yet it left me with even more shattered dreams. Upon returning from college, I was in a car accident that caused all my belongings and my car to go up in 20-foot flames. To me, this was my life, always waiting for things to go bad, and I thought it would never change. Still, even then, with all the hurt and misfortune, I always had a heart to help others, and little did I know, Jesus was going to continue to work on my heart. You know, I love that car, but Jesus loved me more. Even after the accident, I continued to live my life fast. But then I had my first encounter with Jesus. I was taken to a church, and the presence of God there was unlike anything I had ever experienced. So much so, I was compelled to go up during an altar call, where the pastor, who I didn't even know, prayed over me. He told me God has a plan for my life. And at that moment, that's when I, felt, oh, I could feel him close. I immediately fell to my knees and broke down crying. I felt so free and yet so confused at the same time. Since Jesus came into my life, he's brought such light, joy, guidance, and love. It's hard to explain. He showed me that I'm never alone. I was never alone, and he was always there with me. When I was holding a grudge against my father... He was the voice that said, call him and forgive him. Now my, my relationship with my father is better than ever. He's my guide, my confidant, my mentor, my friend, and my father, all wrapped into one. My brother is also doing great things. I've seen the Lord's work in him, too. Jesus was the one that spoke through my friend in that car that day, telling me to put on my seatbelt right before we got into that accident. Now I'm married to my gorgeous wife, who continues to defy the odds with every, each and every breath she takes. Without her, I would not be here today. She expresses the unconditional love of God that I've only ever experienced from my mom and my brother. Since I've accepted Jesus, I thank him for every day of this life. Through an intimate relationship with Jesus, I can demonstrate to others the, la- the love, grace, and mercy he's shown me. Being a social worker that specializes in, in working with youth, And on top of how he's blessed me, I try to pay that love forward. See, me coming to this point has been such a journey. And with whatever it takes and wherever it takes me, I belong to him. And today, I'm equipped and ready to step out of the boat during the storm and faithfully walk into the water with my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Thank you. All right, we're going to bring up Scott. And just a reminder, if you are in the Ypsilanti area, you can see Anel's face on a bus, uh, I think. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's awesome. It's fun. So look out for Anel's face. Uh, Everybody say hi, Scott. Good morning, everybody. My name is Scott Triaffi, and I've been attending Life Canton for over a year. I've had the opportunity of witnessing New Life Sunday on numerous occasions. With each New Life Sunday comes individuals and their testimonies. And I got to see how their testimonies inspired others to get baptized. 
I'm one of those people who was inspired, and there's been something speaking to me, which I now know is the Holy Spirit. I'm finally listening and obeying the voice that has been pushing me forward all this time. Throughout my mid-teens into my 20s, I struggled with anxiousness, self-doubt, and depression. Even though it seemed like I made friends easily and had many groups of friends, there were times I felt alone, misunderstood, unwanted, and embarrassed. Because of that, I pushed God out of my life and tried to fix it on my own, while surrounding myself with some people who used me for their own personal gain. It wasn't until my late 20s when I rediscovered Jesus. Standing here today, I can say I no longer push God out, but invite him in, and I know my worth. Some specks of anxiousness and self-doubt are stirred up every now and then, but I've got someone who speaks truth and brings peace to me, and he is Jesus. I've seen an immense improvement in myself since reclaiming my relationship with Jesus, and I'm looking forward to growing with him further. Through discipleship, being obedient, and immersing myself in this great community, I know I'm right where I'm supposed to be and will continue to grow in my faith. The community here at Life Canton is special. They aren't just friendly faces. There's more depth to them than that. The genuine hearts that fill the people in this place, the intentionality on seeking you out to check in on how you're feeling and doing, and the open invitation into their homes and lives. These are just a few things I personally encountered and am thankful for. It is refreshing to know that God is doing his fine work through these amazing people. In less than a week, I'm getting married to my best friend, and I know God is just getting started. I'm so excited to see how he uses me and my new wife to be on our adventures together in everyday life. Everybody say, hey, Robin. Hi, everybody. My family always had very strong religious beliefs in God. I accepted Christ at a very young age, not really understanding what it meant. As I got older, I grew accustomed to all the formalities of going to church. Honestly, I thought doing the motions was enough to know God. As time went on, I realized that something was missing from my life. I searched for a while, looking for security and acceptance in my marriages, jobs, business ventures, and even education. But nothing was working out. I wondered where God was. After all, I was doing my best, trying to be strong, trying to be a good person. I thought maybe God was mad at me for not going to church enough. I felt that I was on my own, and at that moment, I decided to just figure out life by myself. Um, That was the start of the biggest downward spiral of my life. I went through a period of my life being consumed by failure, disappointment, loss, worthlessness, depression, anxiety, hopelessness. It seemed as if everyone around me just kept on going with their daily lives while I was dying. No one seemed to even care or understand what I was going through. In fact, now I know that I was, I was dying. I was experiencing a spiritual death because I decided to do my life separate from God. Thank God that no matter how much we resist him, he does not ever give up on us. He just loves us way too much. <laughs> God showed me that I was putting my faith in everything but him. All the things that I thought made me secure were fading. The more I tried to hold on to those things, the more hurt and pain I caused myself. It wasn't until I let go that God really had his way in my life. 
On April 4th, 2022, I declared that I was going to stop doing things my way. I accepted Christ into my heart again. In that moment, so much weight lifted from me. I started to have peace like never before. Shortly after my my rededication, God led me to Life Canton Church. This is where I have made my commitment to God to serve and be active in the church. This church has been such a blessing to me and my family. I read my Bible daily, talk to Jesus like a friend. When I'm in difficult situations, I know to put my trust in God. I submit to his good correction and learning, and I'm learning so much about him because of it. He loves, cares, and provides for me and my children and fights my battles. I understand that I, I understand what he sent Jesus to do for me on the cross and that he has a plan for my life. I know that everything that I went through had a purpose and nothing was out of place. I know God was just preparing me for something greater. All right. And we actually have a whole family, uh, three kids actually, that are going to get baptized, some young ones. Uh, And we've said this before, that God is powerful to move through all generations as well. So you can come on up. Who do we have here first? Is this, this is Abigail. Everybody say, hi, Abigail. All right, mom's going to read. Say hello. My name is Abigail. I have been raised in the church and I love Jesus. He has blessed me with a family. I know with Jesus in my heart, I will never be alone. We're the grateful for the chart, this church. Um, our church didn't make it through the pandemic, and you guys have been wonderful in welcoming our family. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Is that Robbie? All right, Robbie, come on up, buddy. We're ready for you, and I think they are too. Everybody say hi, Robbie. All right. Dad, are you going to read? Okay. Hey, come on up right up here. They want to see you. And, uh, and if anybody's watching online, they want to see you too. They're inspired by your story, I think. Hi. His name is Robbie. He loves Jesus, and he is ready to show the world. And his family, he will follow him all his life. Awesome. Thank you. All right. And last but not least, we have Hannah. Is that Hannah? All right, come on up, Hannah. And everybody say, hi, Anna. Hi, <laughs> Hannah, are you going to read? No? Okay, that's fine. That's all right. I get stage fright every now and then, too. Come on up here. Uh, my name is Hannah. I've been raised in the church. I love Jesus, and he has blessed me with a family. I know with Jesus in my heart, I will never be alone. Awesome. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Uh, This is Julie, and God's been working in her life. She'd like to share a little bit about what God is doing. My background, I'm coming from before I came to Life Church, has been filled with a lot of trauma. And um, I felt very disposable and insignificant before coming here. And initially, coming to this church was to have somewhere to go on Sundays for Mass and for my son to feel accepted within a group. 
However, it's been shown to me that this is far more reaching than I ever would have expected. And just recently, it's been shown to me that everything that's led up to this point now has changed with friends that have shown me a lot of acceptance. And I was I was ready to turn away from the church a few nights ago. And friends have my back more than I've ever would have expected. And I'm showing the path to God is a way through acceptance. And that from a past that tells me that I'm not worth it because I am. Amen. 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 That's beautiful. Thank you, Julie. Love what God is doing in you. A few questions for you as you get baptized. Have you chosen to reclaim your identity in Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Awesome. Are you choosing to die to sin and live in the power of the Holy Spirit? Yes. And will you bear the torch of Christ's justice and love to our community? Yes. All right, give it up for Julie. How you doing, man? Awesome. Can you tell us your name? First name's Anthony. And tell us briefly what God is doing in your heart. Why did you decide to come up here? Uh, he's been in my heart always, and uh, I've been watching this going on for four or five years, and I need to get in that bucket. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anthony, a couple questions for you as well. Have you chosen to reclaim your identity in Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Yes. Awesome. Are you choosing to die to sin and live in the power of the Holy Spirit? Yes. And will you bear the torch of Christ's justice and love to our community? Yes, I will. Awesome. Give it up for Anthony. All right. This is Alyssa, and she got baptized when she was little, but she is moved by the Spirit to be up here, and she doesn't have words to explain all of it. She just knows that God is moving her, and the Holy Spirit is saying, it's time for you to come up. You can see that in her, and uh, I love how God speaks to us directly. So Alyssa, yeah, give it up for her. A couple questions for you before you get baptized. Have you chosen to reclaim your identity in Jesus as Lord and Savior? She was saying it before I even asked her. Uh, Are you choosing to die to sin and live in the power of the Holy Spirit? Yes. And will you bear the torch of Christ's justice and love to our community? Yes. All right, give it up for her.